you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. There, welcome back to her portion. This is Crystal, and I'm bringing you a bonus episode this month. If you're new here, her portion is made up of four ladies Hannah, Jackie, Courtney, and myself. And when we have five weeks in a month, we put out a bonus episode. And this means we usually stray away from our monthly theme and just share something the Lord has put on our hearts. This month's episode is no different. If you've been following me on social media, which you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at author Crystal Radcliffe, then you know the Lord recently challenged me to check in and make sure my conversation was pleasing to him. You see, this is an area where I think it is fair to say we need a constant checkup. It's easy to slip into some old habits with our tongues, things that are not pleasing to the Lord, things that could be considered corrupt communication. And if you are familiar with Ephesians chapter 4, you know where that corrupt communication phrase is coming from. Um, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 through 32 are some of my favorite verses to have memorized and quote when I find myself struggling with my talk. And it starts out like this, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ sake hath forgiven you. So we don't want that corrupt communication. We want um, edifying communication. And you may be thinking, if you've done the Bible study, Pulling Weeds, Planting Seeds, this is a chapter from your book. And you're right, it is. But that is why I said it seems like it is something we can always be reminded of. So we did compare corrupt communication versus edifying communication. And so I define corrupt com- communication as anything not pleasing to God in word or writing, communication that has been corrupted by our flesh and this world. And I include the writing part because so much of our communication is done now via writing, texting, you know, commenting on things, or there's just a whole other realm of communication beyond face-to-face conversations nowadays. So instead of that corrupt communication, really what we want are our words and our um, the things that we say to be pleasing to the Lord. And that's where Psalm 1914 is one of my favorite verses. Um, in fact, if I ever sign my name, autograph my name on anything, this is the verse I put. It says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And so right there in that verse, we can see a connection between our words and our heart. 
Um, because as he's praying, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Um, because we know in Matthew 12, 34 and 35, the Bible tells us, O generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. And let's not forget verse 36. It says we will give an account for every idle word spoken. Idle means unprofitable, useless, not tending to edification. Remember back from Ephesians 4.29, we want our speech to be edifying, building people up, not tearing others down. And so as I began to think about this some more and decided, hey, it's time for a communication checkup. I turned to Proverbs and noted all of the references to our talk. And if you haven't already done it, I challenge you to read through Proverbs and circle or underline every reference to our speech. There is a lot. And you've probably heard that repetition is God's volume control. I'd say he has a strong message for us in regards to how we talk, and we need to listen up. So as I did this this time around, I noted some, I guess we'll call them categories <laughs> that the verses could fall into. And so that's what I want to share with you today is just some of the things that we need to be mindful, mindful of in how we talk so that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart could be pleasing to the Lord. So the first one is we talk too much. <laughs> um, this is something I've just been noticing a lot lately is that in the rise of social media, I think that even in that there is this, um, I mean, people are making money off of just talking and spouting their opinions about things going on in the world, whether it's political things or it is um, even things about faith. It's a lot of talking. There's just a lot of talking going on. But even in our own personal lives, um, we just talk too much. Proverbs 10, 19 says, In the multitude of words there wanteth not sin, but he that refraineth his lips is wise. Proverbs 13, 3 says, He that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. And then in Proverbs 17, 27 and 28, it says, Says, he that hath knowledge spareth his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. Even a fool, when he holdeth his peace, is counted wise, and he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. I think those are some great verses to encourage us to think before we talk. And that goes right into the next thing that I have, and that is that we talk before thinking or praying. Um, Proverbs 29, 11 says, a fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it in till afterwards. Proverbs 29, 20, seest thou a man that is hasty in his words? There is more hope of a fool than of him. And then Proverbs 15, 28, one of my favorites says, the heart of the righteous studieth to answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. So that word studieth 
tells us that we need to take some time before we respond to things. We don't often have the proper response (laughs) the first time around. Um, So we need to be careful of what we say and take time to think, take time to pray, and maybe just talk a little bit less. Um, On that as well, the talking less means we should be better listeners. This is something that the Lord actually convicted me about um, when I was going through my master's program for teaching. And that was that I was in a class about communication and how you needed to be able to communicate well and um, you needed to be a good listener. And so some of the things that were um, presented there, it just made me think, how often am I truly listening to what the other person says? Or am I too busy already thinking about what I want to say? Or am I interrupting the other person? When I went through that class, I was very convicted about how many times I interrupted people when they were speaking because they would say something and it would make me think of something and I just had to say it right then. (laughs) Um, And so I really have tried to work on it. I know I'm not perfect at it still, but I have become more aware now when people interrupt me when I'm speaking and it's almost made it to where there's just some people that I don't enjoy visiting with as much because they're constantly interrupting. And so that's That's that too much talking and talking before we think, taking time to listen to the other person and then respond. And then um, the next one is we talk without knowledge. Um, I think sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. And this is even those people I was saying that they're making money off of spouting their opinions. I've noticed recently that something will happen. And a lot of the YouTube videos, they're commenting and making assumptions and making judgments about a situation before they ever hear it all. And recently, there was a situation where several of them had to come back and say, I got this wrong because I should have I should have waited. They had to go back and admit that the people they were talking about had done their job and done their job well. And so that was just an example to me about how we need to be careful that we're not talking before we know the whole situation. So Proverbs 18:13 says, "He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him." Proverbs 15:23, "A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good is it?" Proverbs 25.11 says, A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pitchers of silver. So fitly is at the right time or in the right conditions. Or as 15.23 said, in a due season. So it's just being mindful that we need to know everything, know the facts, I should say, and pray about it, take time before we answer a matter before we try to have something to say. And then the next one is we talk when we should keep quiet. (laughs) And that's kind of what it's all about. But there are some ways that we're talking that are not at all edifying and they're just tearing down and tearing down relationships. So let's take some time to look at some of these. So one of the things that is addressed a lot is being a tail bearer 
or even a slanderer. A talebearer is a person who tells tales in a meddling manner, making mischief with those tales. So they have no reason to be talking about it. They're just trying to stir things up. And then a slanderer is to defame, injure by maliciously uttering a false report and tarnish the reputation of another. So Proverbs 17.9 says, He that covereth a transgression seeketh love, but he that repeateth a matter separateth very friends. So sometimes we may come to know something about someone that's not very um, good, where they've made a mistake or something like that, and... Um, we repeat that matter rather than keeping it to ourselves. Proverbs eleven thirteen, a talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. So there are things that should stop with us, ladies. <laughs> there are things that we know that we don't need to tell anyone about. Um, and we need to be very careful not to be a talebearer because listen to Proverbs 26, 22. It says the words of a talebearer are as wounds and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. And then I think we need to be very careful that we are speaking genuinely. I think sometimes we may not consider it deceit or lying. <laughs> Maybe we're exaggerating. Maybe we are um, giving compliments or flattering someone else, trying to um, persuade them to like us more, and we're not truly being genuine. Um, Proverbs 26, 28 says, A lying tongue hateth those that are afflicted by it, and a flattering mouth worketh ruin. Proverbs 12:22 says lying lips are an abomination to the Lord but they that deal truly are his delight. And then we need to be careful not to boast. Um, Proverbs 27, 1 through 2 says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise thee, and not thine own mouth, a stranger, and not thine own lips. So we know that our communication, our talk, can definitely be negative. It can definitely be corrupt. But what we want to do is to work on having that edifying communication where we're building up. And um, Proverbs 16, 23 through 24 says, The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as in honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. And then Proverbs twenty one twenty three says, Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. And I know, if you know, you may be thinking of James chapter 3 right now. <laughs> James chapter 3 tells us that no man can tame the tongue because it's an full of, un, or it's an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. But the only way we can even attempt to tame our tongue is really to do it by prayerfully going to the Lord over and over again. Um, as I was studying this time around, I found Psalm 141, three through four, and it says, set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, keep the door of my lips, incline not my heart to any evil thing, to practice wicked works with men that work iniquity, and let me not eat of their dainties. And so Spurgeon had this to say about these verses, David feels that with all his own watchfulness, he may be surprised into sin. Listen to that again. 
David feels that with all his own watchfulness, he may be surprised into sin. And I think that happens to us as we talk sometimes, ladies. But anyway, he goes on to say, And so he begs the Lord himself to keep him. If the tongue and the heart are under God's care, all is safe. And that takes us right back to where we started about how our words are a reflection of what's in our heart. So if we will take the time to even pray this, Lord, set a watch before my mouth, keep the door of my lips, incline not my heart to any evil thing. Or that um, Psalms 19.14, my favorite verse that I told you about, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. We can pray those verses back to the Lord each and every day to try and help prepare us for the situations we may get into so that we won't be, as Spurgeon put it, surprised into sin. So that's what I want to leave you with today, ladies. Just consider um, your communication. Do a communication checkup and maybe do some studying on your own because I barely scratched the surface of all that the Lord has to say about how we use our tongues. Um, Thank you for joining me for this episode and you will want to come back next week because we'll be kicking off a new theme for the month of April and you're not going to want to miss it. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.